Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we've got a rut report from Craig Steele of Exclusive Pursuit Outfitters. Craig, what are you seeing out there in the field as far as elk goes? The bulls are, are starting to bugle. Um, they've been bugling here for probably about, I don't know, at least from what I heard, probably a week and a half. First bull I saw bugle was about August 31st, September 1st, somewhere in there, um, which is, for those of us that have hunted elk longer than the last five years, um, is what kind of typical rut date, you know, kind of on par with what you normally have in a good wet monsoon year in Arizona or the southwest. Now, you've, you've been looking, Craig, primarily uh, in Unit 10 in Arizona. Is that correct? Yeah, Unit 10. I've, I've been primarily in Unit 10, but I've been in other units as well, but primarily in Unit 10. How is the country itself looking in Unit 10 across the board? Is it, is it real good everywhere? Is it spotty? What are you seeing? Um, <clears throat> we had a, a really good uh, July uh monsoon season um it really kicked off well in july and we had really above average precipitation um two to three inches feed really came on fast and quick filled a lot of tanks um going into august it dried out quite a bit which is a little bit uh you know unusual um some of the places, the grama grass is uh, stunted because it started really good and, it, and it's already cured out and burned out. And then in other places, um, you've got yellow flowers and probably 6 to 12-inch grama grass, um, and it's, it, looks, it looks good. Much of the feed is already cured out um, because of the early start date. Um, and also because of the, you know, abnormally amount of, of Sundays that we had in August. Um, but, uh, so did it burn up, did it, did it burn up a little bit, Craig? Meaning that, you know, I've seen it where the grass is still kind of green and, and not cured. It, you know, did it kind of fry out a little bit? It did kind of, some, some spots it did, some spots it didn't, um, some spots it did, um, but, you know, what What I think is happening is there's an absorbent amount of elk in some areas of which are greener um, than others or, or in areas where they like to rut um, historically because they got there early. Um, and I think that the early feed really helped those cows um, basically build up you know what the nutrient they had the nutrients and whatnot to build up those fat reserves and everything to support those calves and i think you know some of the cows are starting to cycle um it's you know how it is that everybody's getting excited and oh yeah the rut's on but there, there's going to be hills and valleys in that you know there's, yeah it's not it, you know and it's going to slowly trend up and by September 22nd, it's going to be cranking like we haven't seen in, you know, probably five, ten years. You have always said that uh, on years in Unit 10 when there's yellow flowers, um, it's usually a good rut year. 
Um, you know, would you say that this is definitely your prediction is it's going to be, you know, they're going to rip it up pretty good? Yeah. It's the, it's the best year since, you know, that I've seen yellow flower since probably 2010. Really? Um, yeah. As far as, and then as before as that, that was what? Oh, five. Oh, five was probably the last time that it was oh, five and then oh, 10 and oh, then this year. Oh, five was unreal. You know that was the 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 bomb year, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean the dry August really kind of. I was interested to see how that was going to go, um, but it seems like the elk are in great shape, and you know, I mean, I, last night I heard you know four or five bulls start right, you know, probably you know thirty minutes, bef- you know, before sunset, um, start start ripping a little bit. Um, I don't think all the big bulls have got in. I don't think all the cows are cycling. Um, I've seen, you know, some herds of 100, 200 cows. So they have without bull, without without bulls jostling around in them too much. No, there's bulls jostling around in them. They just haven't broke off their little, you know, seven, ten cows type deal. Right. You know. Okay. What What are you seeing as far as antler growth? Um, you know, compared to other years in ten, what are you seeing? It's better than it's been in five years back the back ends top end looking good fourth and fifth top ends are looking beams. if if they got good fronts you know if they, if they can have a good top end if they're just not genetically deficient in the back end they're going to have a back good back end probably okay you know, is, um, is what I'm seeing you know with unit 10 going back to 100 bull tags um, on the archery hunt, uh, so sounds like you're thinking rut's going to be good, antler growth is going to be good. The question I would have is, has it, you know, this is the first year they dropped the tags. Do you think, how many years do you think it would take leaving it at 100 tags for us to see the unit 10 of old? I think it's going to take probably, you know, at least five years. You know, yeah. To, I mean, to where you got three seventy bulls running around that are pretty common. You know, right? I, is it, the hunt experience going to be out of this world this year? But you're, you're going to need, you know, you'd be Time. stupid and like you, you, you know, three seventy bulls going to be a top ten percent bull kill. You know, yeah. Uh, Craig, you guys um, have had an unbelievable year with antelope, um, shooting that big auction tag buck with Bob Griego and chasing him around as much as you guys did with your bow, and then coming down to the last day where he had to he had to get her done. You shot it with with the rifle, big giant buck, um, and then you guys rolled right into the general seasons um, and, and had some success. Can you talk a little bit about the bucks, uh, how the hunt was this year, and and um, your success, your hunter success? Um, yeah, the, I mean, Bob's buck was a, you know, giant buck, but, um, you know, going into the general hunts, it was tough, you know, unit 10, if, if you got a lot of bonus points, I would stay away from unit 10 last year. There were some really big bucks killed, um, but it, it's, it's highly competitive in some of the open plains areas. Um, and then, you know, it's hard to find a buck that was, a solid 82 inch buck. I mean, most of the bucks that we saw were low seventies and, 
you know, top 10% of the bucks that we saw were 78 to 81. Um, I, I, there's a lot of tags in Unit 10, but they need to cut them. Um, they got too many. Um, it's starting to catch up. There's a lot of coyotes. Um, there's a lot of predator hunting that needs to go on. Um, you know, so I are you seeing the actual people. antelope numbers decline, or are you just seeing the quality of bucks decline? Because well, I mean, don't well, don't they have a hundred hundred antelope tags in there? They have a hundred rifle antelope tags, and you know when you can go and count twenty one coyotes in less than twelve hours, and about sixteen of them are full grown coyotes, and you see a handful of fawns and you know hundreds of antelope, you've got problems. Um, yeah. and that's the problems that we have, and if they don't cut them, they're going to ruin it. Um, and, and antelope can rebound a lot quicker than elk, so if they cut the tags in, in two, three years, you can, you know, and I'm not saying there's not going to be big bucks killed, but it's starting to catch up, and it's the, the hunt experience. I got pretty lucky, and, you know, we found a buck um, that my guy took uh, the morning before the hunt. Uh, you know, we found him the morning before the hunt, um, the buck was, would have been over 85, um, and change. Um, he had a, he had a broken prong, um, and a little chip, but he was still 82 inches and it was the best buck I saw unbroke or broke. And, you know, my hunter was tickle pink with him and then, uh, Lee killed a big buck really wide and framey buck with Mike Miller over 19B. Um, that unit's just really cut up and hard to access. And there's, you know, it, 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 there's some big bucks in there, but it's really hard to access. And, you know, uh, a couple of people, you know, had access to some private land. They killed some really big bucks in there. But if you don't have the access in there, it can be really tough to kill big bucks. So it's antelope hunting's it's it's grueling in arizona there's a lot of access issues and a place like unit 10 you know i think they pound the tags in here because they can't in other places um and it's starting to show up you know it's really starting to show up you know with the trophy quality um in unit 10 and which is unfortunate you know for guys going into this, um, let's switch back over to elk. For guys going into this archery elk season uh, here, going to kick off, uh, I guess, let's see, this Friday, or let's see, this Friday, right? Yeah, this Friday. Yep. This Friday. Um, what advice do you have, guys, um, either with 10 tags or, you know, some of those northern units uh, on the year that you've seen, you know, any last-minute strategies that you would tell someone out there that has a tag to make sure to focus on or any tips i mean i i i just i really think you know guys are getting pretty excited about the rut and everything i think guys are going to be pretty gung-ho and then by sunday we're going to see that sunday lull and you're going to see some guys with some frowns and some all oh, the ruts not going that good um and then i think the rut's going to really you know start ramping up about tuesday wednesday uh, of the first week and i think it's going to be consistent um depending on what area you're hunting in you know um 350 is a great bull um you know like unit 10 unit 8 um 7 west um uh, a 350 plus is a great bull you know 370 is going to be a giant 
for those areas. And, you know, yeah, there's going to be a few 380, 390s, you know, maybe even one that grosses 400. Um, but unless, you know, you got unit nine or, or, you know, uh, one of the other premium units, um, you, you seriously should, you know, think about, you know, basically when you're in the field and what size animals you want to take, um, 350 still big ass bull, especially if you, you have not, you know, even killed a bull with your bow, you know? So that's right. That's we've my, talked before. We've talked before. You and I have, have had discussions where guys have waited a long time to get the tag, and in their mind, they play it up that they deserve a bull over 350, or that they're entitled to a bull over 350, or that anything less than that is, you know, undeserving of that tag. And we've talked about that. You know, if, if you're out there and you haven't killed a bull with your bow, don't have such high expectations. You know, don't don't write a check that your hunting skills can't back up. You know, if you're a great hunter, then great. Go down to the wire and try and kill a big giant bull. But um, don't get to the end of the hunt wishing you'd have shot that 350 bull or 340 bull or 330 bull. You've got to, don't you think, Craig? You have to kind of take inventory or be self-aware of your own abilities and your time constraints. You know, if you've got the whole hunt, great. If you've scouted all summer, great. But you know, if you're not in shape, you haven't been shooting your bow, like, you know, you've got to be realistic. Yeah, if, the bottom line is, if you haven't killed crap with a bow, you're not a proficient bow hunter yet. And it's not, there's there's not a menu that says, you know, yeah, even if we do inventory, that that's 320, 340, 350, 360, 380. You know, it's it's bow hunting. And bow hunting, you know, failure is the norm. And, um, you know, it, you, you need, it's not a rifle hunt. Um, and, and crap goes bad. So if you'd be happy and you've never killed anything or you've killed just a, you know, a small bull, if you'd be happy with a freaking 350 bull and you've got the opportunity, I would tell you to take that opportunity because, you know, you know probably about 10% of the hunters do all the killing. Um, with the bows and about 90% of them always put in for bows with wild expectations because they can rut hunt and everything like that and even if they go with a guide you still have to be proficient with your bow you have to be able to be quiet you have to be able to close the gap without your guide holding your hand and because that guy can't do everything for you um, and if you're a DIY guy you're doing that stuff all on your own if you're proficient you know you're you're probably already taking a 350, 360 plus bull, you know, but if you're not, you know, you, you need to be self-aware of, you know, what your abilities are. And I think that's, you know, that's a huge term that a lot of guys just aren't self-aware. They just see pictures. They see everybody on social, on Instagram and whatnot, posting all these big bulls and they see video of them. And they're like, well, I got a bull tag in unit 10 and this and this. And I, you know, I'm going to kill a, I'm going to kill, I've been seeing these big bulls, and I got these big bulls on trail camera, and it's like seeing them, seeing them on trail camera, seeing them on Instagram is a lot different. You don't hear the true numbers of what some of these big outfitters actually do take, which is about 10% of the hunters actually take a big bull, and that's the yeah. truth. That's well said. Well, buddy, I know you need to get back to scouting. I appreciate you um, telling us what you're seeing out there. I uh, want to encourage everyone to check out uh, Exclusive Pursuit Outfitters on Instagram, on Facebook. 
ExclusivePursuitOutfitters.com. You can also follow Craig, uh, Craig Steele, AZ, on Instagram. Uh, Craig, get after him this season. Look forward to uh, chatting with you uh, during the season. Right, and, Make sure you guys have fun. Okay, buddy. All right, man. Later.